This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Lord, as we present our hearts to you, I pray that you will come and connect with each person. You know, Lord, you know. The pastor does not know, but you know. So as the word is being preached this morning, may the Holy Spirit come and enter each life, each heart, and minister in a way that is understandable to that heart so that each one can respond in obedience to God this morning. That is our prayer. And we pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And you may grab your seat. Welcome everyone to 55 Minutes Church. The church that does church quicker than the Ingekerk. I had to say that. Well, we have learned that God can speak quickly if we have open ears. Isn't that true? And then we have the whole week to figure out our obedience. So uh, we are focusing on having those ears open. I, told my, I tell my son every day, and I think God says it to me as well, as you need the first time listen. So I'm, tell, I'm saying it to me and to all of you here. As you need the first time listen, then we can have church in 55 minutes. I, I'm only joking. I respect you guys a lot. I'm not joking. I'm joking. I, I am uh, just doing, uh, it wasn't 100% planned, but a little bit of a sermon series on the heart. Um, so this morning I'm asking the question, how to have a fulfilled heart? Uh, two weeks back, um, the sermon is on social media if you want to access it. It was how to have a soft heart, and then last week, um, how to have a peaceful heart. Now, I know these things overlap because a peaceful heart is in a way also a fulfilled heart, right? And is in a way also a, a peaceful heart. But sometimes we have to look at the same thing but through a different lens to understand it more completely. Um, sometimes we, it's good to look at something from close and then to look at the same thing further away and then it helps us. So this morning... The question is how to have a fulfilled heart. You know, we were made in a beautiful way. I don't know if you realize it, but m- mankind can be quite crazy in one sense. Um, we were created with tough hearts. Uh, I don't mean that now in a negative sense. We'll get to a hardened heart maybe a little bit. But we were created in the image of God. I mean, the strong God that made the universe, we were created in His image. And so, in a certain way, uh, we are not God, but we are like Him in many ways because He put Himself in us. He, He put His breath in us. And so, our hearts can be quite, you know, resilient. I don't know if you guys notice it, but it is becoming a sport now. Ice swimming. I mean, just imagine that. If the water is not below a certain degree, maybe there's an ice swimmer here. Any ice swimmers? All right. Um, uh, 
And my wife, she's unhappy with me if I forget to put on the geezer. <laughs> but no one wants to behave like that, I understand. But ice swimming, I mean, if the water's not under, I don't want to lie, under six degrees, I'm not sure. But what they do is they freeze a swimming pool in certain countries where they don't have ice, they freeze it. And then they come and they, they come with some kind of drilling machine so that they can also have the privilege of swimming in ice. <laughs> like, we have hearts that wants to do these crazy things. We want to explore. We want to, we want to you know, you climb up a mountain. I know, I know you thought that if you, if you got up one of these mountains. And then you ask yourself, is this the highest peak? Hermanus has to offer, and you almost hope so, because if you look and there's a higher one, you know you will have to go up next week, because you cannot settle for saying, you know, I, I went up the third highest peak of Hermanus. We, we, don't, we don't work like that. It must be the highest one. We can be extremely driven. We explore places. Um, you know, we... we take part in the Olympic Games and we eat carrots and lettuce for two years to make sure we lose like a little bit of body weight to run that 100 meters a little bit faster. And then if we don't do it, it's the heart for our hearts. You know, we were made to conquer. And that is not bad. We were made to be quite strong. But here's the problem. If this heart goes to work for the wrong master, it takes me to places that I never dreamed as a young man I would end up one day, or as a young person. If this heart gets to work for the wrong master, it will climb mountains to find nothing. It will swim in ice and find it empty. It, and, and, and so what can happen with our hearts is that we can set off, to use a mountain as, a, a, as a, an analogy, on, on a journey on the wrong mountain. And when we get to the top, we can get there with a bitter taste. And we can have an unfulfilled heart or a dissatisfied heart. Now, if we don't connect with the one who made us, here is probably what we'll do. One or two things. The one is you will shrink back and say, life is not worth living. Come on. And, and, and there might be some kind of disheartedness or depression or, I don't know which one is worse, you know what, I'm going to get down this mountain and I will go up it again. We are like that. And when we get to the top of this mountain, in life, whatever it is, the ideal, um, fill in the blanks, whatever it is that drives you. And if we get to the top and we are dissatisfied again, we say, I'm going to get down this mountain and I'm going to do it again. Because you see, you were made quite resilient so that actually the whole world, every corner, every mountain, every stream, every island will hear the gospel. So men were made to be resilient. But if we go to work for the wrong master, we end up in places we never dreamed when we started out the journey we would end up. And so we don't have fulfilled hearts. And so there is a battle for our hearts. But what do we do with our hearts? This is very important because this battle is coming against you, your children, your parents, 
we have to do something with our hearts. We've been giving ownership, stewardship of his hearts, and we need to lead our hearts to being soft, to being at peace, and to be fulfilled. Otherwise, there might be trouble for us. And I want to explore it a little bit this morning and answer this question. At that time, his voice shook the earth, Hebrews 12, but now he has promised yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us, let us be grateful in for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You should pick up some clues here. And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. You know, um, I've, I've used this example before, and I will use it again. I think it's a good one. I, I'll, I, I once watched this documentary on VH1. It's a channel that you should not watch or what. <laughs> On, on Disney, it was years ago, and they were, they were showing, they were documenting the lives of rock stars, you know, some of the best to ever walk the planet Earth. And if you talk about hearts that set off on a journey to achieve, I mean, uh, it's, you're talking about the greatest of them all. I mean, some of you won't know these names, but um, it's the Kurt Cobains of the world, it's the Michael Jacksons. These people have they've risen to the peak of the music fame uh, world as we know it. And from a young age, as they document these lives, you see this young little heart, this boy, he's playing the drums, he's playing the guitar, he can sing, he's on a table, he's two years old, singing to his family, they're cheering. You see the starting of a journey, a heart that commences on a way forward. And then that life starts to achieve. It goes up the one mountain, the next, the next, the most famous, the most rich, whatever you want, they have it. And then sadly, most of them, most of them, their lives would end with a gun against the head. A dissatisfied, unfulfilled heart that is still alive, that can still beat, that still has all that riches and fame, bah, over the power of an unfulfilled heart or a drug overdose or some kind of destruction of a life. Why? We were made in this world, these hearts of us that can achieve and move and explore to in this life navigate our hands through the things that can be shaken to hold on to that that cannot be shaken. We're made like that. And so sometimes, and it's the same for all of us, our hearts set out on a journey to achieve something, whatever that might be. And then often when we get there, we say, man, that day, it's so amazing. And then the next day and the next and the next, it is like sand that runs through our fingers. And then we ask ourselves, was that worth it? Let me go again, just to make sure. And I go back. And that is how, listen, God can save any person. Please understand me. But that is how and why people stay addicted to substance abuse. 
maybe tomorrow, if I use my last money, if I get there, it will not slip through my fingers. And as it slips through, I tell myself, I will never do this again. And as I wake up tomorrow morning, if I, if, if, if I can just tell my, my dad, I, I, I need shoes. I, I, must, I just need 500 rand, go, um, dad, for, for food. And, and then if I take that, if I, if, I, if I use it again tonight, maybe it will sit in my hand. And then it slips through my fingers again. And so what you get is a dissatisfied heart that takes you to places where often people either give up living or they end their life. Now, using something as substance abuse is actually a very bad example because the, thing, the things we hold on to are sometimes things that are not sinful, but that they are shakable things. And so we don't realize life is slipping through our fingers until one day we say, I have a regretful life. Now, I just want to say, I want to say it right here because we've got young people here, we've got seniors here. If you are still alive, you are young. <laughs> okay? If you are still alive, you are, in, you are young. Because we see there's an eternity where you will remain young and strong as well. If you are alive, you're still young. You can address every regret in your life. Isn't that true? But the enemy is coming for us, for our children, for our parents. Let me give you an example. Let me just play around with this. I know this is not set in stone. Just have grace with my examples. We only have a few minutes. When I was young, and maybe the same is true for you, you know, the first thing that I was wanting to hold on to was just to be accepted. I wasn't asking for a lot. I just wanted to be loved by, by my parents and then my teachers. You know, my grade, I mean, who still remembers their grade one teacher? Come on, be honest. You know them and you know their name. You've forgotten some of them in your high school. But you were young. Grade one teacher. I'll never forget. She even took me to the principal's office for a hiding back then. I still love her. <laughs> I was making a joke when we were praying in class. I'm not, I'm not joking. That's what happened. <laughs> Those young teachers. Meneer Skreder. He was the first, he played rugby for Borland, Flyer, was the first male, other than my dad, that I looked up to. Primary school, our young kids, they've got open hearts, remember that. Had my here, but I loved him because he coached me, you know. I wanted to be accepted. When I left primary school, I remember I was crying because I was going to miss this one. Our young children, their hearts are open. They want to be accepted. Take note. They will find it some way. Will they get something that is solid? Or will it be like sand that falls through their fingers? Will you be there? Will I be there? Grandma, grandpa, step into that place quickly. That's not my sermon. But here's the thing. When we are young, we are looking for a place to belong. And if it slips through our fingers, we will keep on reaching until we get something. And sometimes we might end up in a place where our hearts lead us astray. When we, are, when we become adults, we think we are mature, we still want acceptance. Come on, let's be honest. Why do you overspend? Be brutally honest. Who are you trying to impress? Why do you want to be accepted? We are still the same for me and for you. That's just the truth. But now we want to be accepted and we want to be wealthy. <laughs> so now there's, there's a thing added here. There's another ball in the air. We want both. 
And if our heart works for the wrong master, we, we start to go, oops, through my fingers. Okay, so, I mean, this is, this is simple examples, but just follow me. So I bought this thing, but it did not work. It did not give my heart. So let me, let me take my card. Let me buy that thing. Ah! Okay. That was nice for a moment, but maybe I should really take a big swing and, and, and do that. And so we start to walk with hands where sand falls through. And our hearts can get discouraged and broken because the wrong master is telling them where to run. And so we get the opposite of a fulfilled heart. We get a heart whose thirst can never be quenched, and that is a dangerous heart. Because one day, um, I know we are in a church, but we are not immune. The man wakes up and he thinks, you know what the problem is, my wife? That is a problem. So let me find another one. Now, you are here and you're happily married. It is a principle. Hear me, all right? Hear me. That's how it works. That's why it is important to have a fulfilled heart. All right? And when we are seniors, we understand that we still want to be accepted. We still want to be wealthy. But we also have our health to consider. And so unless we have something to hold on to that is unshakable, it is so hard for us to have a full heart because it feels like this world, it's so fickle. What will we do with our hearts? And so here's my prayer for the morning to sum it up, that I will never say this and that you will never have to say this. And if you are saying this right now, you can change it. That's why you are here. I hope you never say this. My heart was so deceived in chasing the life I did not have that I never lived the life that I was graced with. That one day, I do not look back and say, I, I have food every day, too much. I had a roof over my head every day. I had, I had this family, they, they grew up like this. Where was my heart? It was, it was off the sand. It's very important to ask this question, how do I get the fulfilled heart? Each of us must ask this question. And grab hold of us, no matter our age. Now, um, I asked it in the, in the first service, and I, I felt very smart if we can go to that next slide, because I know what this is. Who knows what this is on this picture? Come on. No, David, you were in the previous service. That does not count. <laughs> Who knows what this is? Any miners here? Or many of you? This thing is called the continuous miner. Okay? And it is remote control. If you push forward, that thing runs through your home like this. It's, it's like little sharp teeth there, and it works under the ground. It mines for coal. If you, if you say forward, it goes, doesn't matter what's in the way. It goes straight through. And then they can collect the coal. And sometimes the enemy wants us to be like that thing, just to never stop. Like I have this thirst of the things and we never stop but the problem is with a continuous miner when there's no coal left that thing is worthless and it's so broken it's so used and abused that they say if you can come and pick that thing up for another mine come and get it because it's a massive thing it's hard to to move it i mean you're going to drive it to the to the next place it's too expensive 
there's a better way for us, for our hearts, just to go. Are you with me this morning? Is anyone with me this morning? Yes. Let's discover. Let's discover. What can we do? What shall we do with our hearts? These all died in faith. It's speaking about the, the fathers of our faith that went before us. Not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar. Huge tip. But having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on earth. Let's go on. Next verse. For people who speak this make it clear that they are seeking for a homeland. I'm reaching for something with my heart. You are made that way. They are seeking for a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared for them a city, what their hearts desire. The first thing you and I have to do to have a fulfilled heart is to let your heart greet the future kingdom. have to lead your heart to greet the future kingdom. <laughs> so I'm going to try and, this is, a, this is a bad example because it's hard to explain heavenly things with earthly examples, but follow me. Somewhere in 2008, I got engaged to Janae. She's now my wife. All right. I remember that day, so I was going to propose on a mountain bike single track. And so as we're going with our, it's raining. She, did, she didn't want to go. I'm like, come, no, we really have to go today. And she's like, no, but it's wet. And you, uh, um, why do you want to take me out in the rain? I'm like, no, we have to go. And so as we go, lo and behold, her one friend that sometimes ride with us come around the corner. She's like, hello, Jelle. And I make a youth and I say, Ik rock verloor vandaag, bye. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Uh, um, for the English people, I, I made a youth and I told her, I'm going to get engaged. You need to go home now. And so she, so she says, bye. And Janae's like, where's, where's Yakumin going? I'm like, no, don't worry. She doesn't want to draw a ride anymore. And, <laughs> and so I put a ring on my wife's finger. Um, and what did I do is I, I set a future date. I greeted our future, and that was about in July, and we were going to get married in, in um, January. But because of what would happen between us, I was greeting, my heart was ready for what would happen in January, right? But now it's only July. But my heart would not be open to any other woman anymore. I am not married yet. It is July, August, September. I had relations, I had friends, but there was a part of my heart that no longer was open to share in a way in which I would share on that day. What happened? My heart was being led to something that would happen. All right. What that means for us is if, as we connect with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, He is preparing for us a place in eternity. 
there's certain things in your heart, in your life, that will only find its full satisfaction when you enter that place. It is just true. Let me tell you about your body. If you did not know it, I'm a biokineticist. Once you go over 23, it is slowly preparing itself for eternity. We don't have Springbok rugby players aged 69. It does not work that way. If it is what I'm trying to hold on to, the most important thing is, is going through my hands like sand. What do I do with my heart? There is a promise for you that it will be restored. And so as you live this life and as you enjoy time with family and have the ability to walk and be outside, enjoy it, but don't be sad because maybe you think it's the last time. Be happy because it is not the last time. Are you with me? Greet the future kingdom in your heart often. And you will have joy. Well, let me just say that just because you greet the future kingdom does not mean everything happens automatically. You have to lead your heart. You are the steward. Let me give you an example. So I, I, I knew the, the Lord. My wife and I were both saved and we were got engaged. So both of us saved our hearts for one another on our wedding day once we made that commitment. It was easy. You could see I'm not available. You, you, you can sense it. And the same with her. But I, we counseled people that came to the Lord, and then 10 years after being married, they came to God, and the man had to be honest with his wife that he cheated on her when they were engaged. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a point, and there was restoration. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have to lead your heart. You have to do it. You are the steward of your heart. Your wife cannot do it for you, and your husband do it for you, and I am struggling to lead my own heart, so I cannot take responsibility of yours. <laughs> okay? You are the steward of your heart. You have to lead it. And so you need a relationship with Jesus, and you need him to show you what he has for you, and hold on to it. And then live with that heart, that passionate mountain-climbing discovery heart in this world with a hunger and a joy, knowing that if something in this world fades you, it's all right because you are greeting the kingdom on that side. It is what our hearts need. Is it the om Johnny? Om Johnny says, is it Well, that maybe sounds abstract and misty. What about today? What about now? Or maybe as opposed to a continuous minor, okay, that vehicle, we are more to liken ourselves a little bit like a ship, right, if we can see it now. A ship is different because a ship, a ship is on a journey. But there might be many things that happens on the journey, and we are not God. So we don't know everything. Sometimes God gives us such amazing clarity, and we know a lot because we know Him, but we still don't know everything. Sometimes we don't understand why one man lives to be a hundred and another child lives to be with God at two. We don't know why these people all have two legs and that person has one. We don't know 
everything. All right? But what we know, what I can tell you, what I know about you is that you've been created by God, crafted together by Him for a specific purpose. I know that, and I know He wants to use you. What I also know is that you are on a journey. And I don't know what's going to happen every day on your journey, but I know that if God is guiding your journey, at the end, you will have a good finish. So you can have peace and joy and live flat out on the journey. You know, sometimes in life, I'm like, I really desire this boat right now to go right. <laughs> like, I really, I'm, <laughs> I'm praying for it. I'm like, Lord, this is what I want. But guess what? The wind comes. <laughs> He's got a view of my life I don't have. And so he steers me around calamity. And then sometimes I look back and I say, now I understand. Other times I say, I still don't understand. But you know, I love you. Hold on to that which is unshakable. It will give you the courage and the joy to deal with that, that, that which is shakable as we journey to the end. Amen. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, for the joy that was set before him, there it is, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him. That is a verb. Consider him who endured from, such, from sin and such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. How do you keep your heart healthy? How do you keep your heart fulfilled and not faint? Number one, reach out into the future to that which is coming in God. While you're reaching out, while you have your hand there, consider him. Consider him. Don't read this because it is day 23 and you have a journal and it says Wednesday and now it's Wednesday. Read it if you have to, but read it because you are considering, you are being taught something is infiltrating your heart as you are considering that the God of the ages walked this earth as an example for you and me. You know, one day... He said, Lord, I want this ship to go left, and it went right. Do you remember? One day, he was out on his knees, and he said, Father, take this cup from me, and I really... If it is at all possible, take this cup away from me, that I do not have to die in that way where you forsake me and leave me, and I feel your judgment. If it is possible, let this ship go right. But it was not the way it had to go. He trusted the Father who saw from afar. Consider Him in your life. Consider Him. You did not plan the situation to turn out for your child like that. Now consider Him. Take courage and go. Re-enter with your heart. You worked for many years so that 
when you get to that age, you, you saw in your heart that life would be like this, but then that happened, and now it's like this. I am, I am sorry. No one can know. Hold on to that which is unshakable. It will give you the courage to live strongly through the areas where the sand might be falling. Amen? Consider Him. When we place our minds and our hearts on Jesus, we are worshiping because we're having community with God and we are instructing our hearts to be content and full. Lastly, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as it is a habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Lastly, carry your heart to fellowship with others who are also greeting the future kingdom. Your heart, I, I don't care how mature I am or how mature you are, your heart is deceitful above all things. That's what the scripture says. And your heart will bow to peer pressure. If you only, if you only lead your heart amongst heart, which chase sand, so it will be with yours. Pray. Say, God, what I need is an army of people to walk with me. And I want to be a strong brother for them as well. Let us influence others. Let us lead our hearts to hold on to that which is eternal. Otherwise, otherwise the church, everyone here should not be a, a missionary in the, way, in the sense of going, but just hear me out. If everyone is chasing sand, the lost people on the islands will never hurt because we need hearts to go. We need hearts to climb onto ships. We need hearts to say goodbye to this kind of life to obey. Now, this is true for you in small ways where you live today. Hearts willing to be out there for God. What a privilege. What a privilege. I am so excited about what God wants to do in our hearts. Find people who are doing their best to vigorously bring their hearts before God to be soft, peaceful, and fulfilled. Rub off against them. Make them your friends. Make commitments. Join their small groups. Do what you have to do because you are on a wonderful journey. My desire is that you will do well. I just want to say this before we finish off. Maybe you don't know where to start. Let me tell you what happened 2,000 years ago. A man left perfect heavens for a fallible world, encountered death. His body was broken to pieces to die for your every regret and your every sin. Start your journey with him today. Call on his name. That's where we start. Amen. I want to pray for us. Lord Jesus, as you are our King and our God, and 
the shepherd of the sheep. You are moving amongst our hearts, inviting, giving hope to these distressed hearts that have been let down so many times to offer redemption and freshness. And so what I want to ask you as you are sitting here this morning, no one's going to ask you to stand up or lift up your hand or pray or speak loudly, but if you need to call on His name, whisper out His name and say, Jesus, I bring my heart to You for the forgiveness of sins that I might belong to You forever and ever and ever. You pray that chair in your own seat because it is your relationship with Him. And you say, Lord, forgive me of every sin. I will tell you it is paid for if you humbly can acknowledge that and ask Him to come into your heart so that that heart can be a fulfilled heart. And then if you are a believer and you know Him, let us remember that our hearts, they wander away very quickly. Let us regather those hearts once again. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.